0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Should everybody hunt deer with a bow? Well, I'm going to say absolutely not. And on this episode, I'm going to give you five reasons why. Welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're talking about five reasons why you should not hunt deer with a bow. Now, when I say a bow, I'm referring to a vertical bow, all right, a compound bow, long bow, some kind of a bow where you have to pull back the string and release it to fling the arrow at your target i am not talking about crossbows that is a different conversation different thing i will mention some things related to that at some point here as we go but this is specifically focused on traditional action bows all right you've got to pull it back you hold it in position waiting for the right moment and then you release the arrow and it flings forward and so we've got five reasons here why you should not be hunting deer with a bow. Now let me just, before I go too further, too much further, let me state here sort of what I'm going at with this particular conversation. This is not to say people shouldn't hunt deer with bows. This is to say that unless you can do these five things or satisfy these five things then you personally should not be hunting deer with a bow. Now, it may be um, something here that has to do with um, physical ability or aptitude. That's not what I'm talking about. This has nothing to do with ability and skill necessarily. This has to do with the things that you need to do to be able to hunt effectively with a bow. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are hunting with bows that should not be. They are not doing themselves or the deer good service. And I will talk about all of that here in detail as I get into some of the specifics. But see, a lot of people, hunting with bows, especially some of the newer, modern, compound bows has become a big thing and a lot of people like it and it's a growing sport and that's good. A growing sport is good, people liking it is good, it is fun and enjoyable and challenging and just a great overall pursuit, but that doesn't mean it's for everyone, and that doesn't mean it's for everyone all the time, and there's a lot of people doing it who shouldn't be doing it, and when I say shouldn't, it's because they're not doing the things you need to do to do it right. So let's jump right into this list here number one reason you should not hunt deer with a bow, and that is practice. Now, everyone will agree, yeah, of course, you need to practice with a bow before you go hunting. Duh. And so then people will go out and practice, and they'll get their bow, and they'll go out, and they'll shoot a few times, and then they'll go hunting. Wrong. That is absolutely wrong. Okay, this is, this is not like rifle practice. We're gonna go to the range a couple times, sight it in, shoot it a few times, make sure we're comfortable with it, and then we're good to go. That works for rifles. That's fine. For bows, that does not work at all. All right, archery is a skill set and it's a conditioning set. All right, so there are skills that must be developed and refined and then there is, there's physical conditioning that must take place and be maintained. Just because you can shoot well today doesn't mean you can shoot well six weeks from now. In fact, quite the opposite. You have to attain a level of proficiency and conditioning and then maintain that level of proficiency and conditioning throughout the entire hunting season all right it's just not realistic to shoot a bow a few times and then go hunting you 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 will not be able to do this well enough to take deer consistently and reliably under field conditions so what you need to do if you want to hunt deer with a bow you need to get that bow two months in advance and you need to begin to shoot three to five times a week with that bow. Probably start at three and then build your way up to five. Now, these don't have to be three-hour practice sessions, but you need to go out for 20 minutes, half hour, and really shoot this bow. Shoot it at different ranges. Shoot it from different positions. Shoot it standing. Shoot it sitting. Shoot this thing. Put arrows down range work on your form, work on building your muscles. You want to practice holding it back for extended periods of time until you can shoot accurately and effectively, consistently at every range you intend to hunt. All right, so most archery hunters are not able to shoot accurately and consistently at the ranges they intend to hunt at on the practice arena, let alone under field conditions. They'll set up for 35 and 40 yard shots and and their maximum range is more like 20 yards. They're just not able to, to put that arrow where it needs to be at those further ranges. All right, so this takes a significant time investment. And then once the season gets here, how often should you be practicing? Constantly. Whatever days you're not hunting, you should be outside practicing. Now, you don't need to continue long practice sessions, but you should be out there several times a week, even if it's just for 10-minute sessions, practicing, shooting that both, putting arrows down field. All right, you've got to be able to do this effectively. And it's not just about the skills. Okay, I know guys and know of many guys that when in their youth they were championship archers. All right, they won numerous championships, numerous titles, and they were a teenager or in their 20s, and now they're 40 or 50 years old. And they have a skill set that is spectacular. They know how to use a bow at at Olympic levels. But if they do not condition themselves and remain conditioned, they are not able to apply those skills. Okay, You lose a lot and you lose it fast when it comes to a bow especially trying to shoot a bow at precision from long range, different angles, different elevations to hit a moving target that's very small and precise. It's very difficult. And your ability to maintain that accuracy is is something that evaporates over the course of just a couple weeks. You must condition yourself and then remain conditioned. Okay, you have to practice for months not days in order to go out and be effective with a bow and the best way to do this is to have some kind of a setup right outside your house you can just walk out your back door pick up your bow and throw some arrows for 20 minutes and then go back inside if you have to drive to a range you know three or four or five times a week you're just much less likely to actually do that So the best case scenario is you can just walk outside your back door and you can shoot at 15, 25, 35 yards and practice at all these ranges easily. You don't have to set something up every time. Now that's not everybody. In fact, that's not most people, which is why this is difficult to do. It's difficult to get the amount of practice necessary to do this well and effectively over time and then to maintain that over the course of the hunting season and if you're not willing to invest that level of effort and energy to build that skill set and then condition yourself and remain conditioned you probably should not be hunting with a vertical bow it's just not a good idea now because you know if you miss the deer that's one thing all right that's that's disappointing but okay no harm no foul if you hit the deer anywhere other than a vital zone and you injure that deer you wound that deer you cripple that deer that deer is going to run and it's maybe it will die days later weeks later from disease maybe it will die within you know three days from kidney failure or or liver failure or whatever the case is but you don't recover that deer and that deer suffers for days, that's terrible. All right, we must not let that happen. And the number one way that happens is people don't practice well enough to make the shots. And they don't practice well enough to know the shots and to know what a good shot is, to know which shots they can and cannot take. You ready?
0: Showtime.
1: So if you're not able and willing to invest the time, the effort, and the energy into practice consistently over time, then you should probably not be hunting deer with a bow. What should you do? You should probably use a crossbow. Get out there during archery season. Get a crossbow. You need similar amount of practice with a crossbow as you do a rifle a little bit more. Because there's more to it, and I'll talk about that later. But by and large, it is a much, much lower investment of, of conditioning that's needed. And to be fair, uh, it's, it's not as big of a skill set that's needed either in order to hunt with a crossbow. All right, And if you're not able to practice to the degree needed to be proficient and maintain proficiency with a regular bow then you should use a crossbow. There's no shame in that. There is no uh, the, the, there's nothing there negative for using a crossbow. It's just reality. All right, if you're not in a place in your life where you can put everything in to using a bow, then you should not be doing it for your sake and the deer's sake. And I'm going to talk more about that as we go through these things. But just as an illustration, okay, I knew of a guy who was—he uh, he was an archery hunter, you know, kind of off and on archery hunter. But he had this dream that he was going to go to Alaska, and he was going to go big bear hunting, and he was going to take a big bear with a bow. And so, you know, we're talking ridiculous amounts of money needed to, to go on this trip, on this adventure. He's probably looking at twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. When he did it, it was maybe a little bit less than that. This was some years ago. But it's probably around fifteen to $20,000 to pay for the guide and everything that goes along with it, the tag, get out there and hunt these big Alaskan brown bears with a bow. But he did it. He had the money. So he spent it. He flew. He took time off work. He got to Alaska, he took another plane, he took a boat, he made it to the the island or the place where the guide was. He gets there and the guy said, hey, it's great to see you, man. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. They talked, you know, the next day they're going out hunting. And so he said, all right, so tell me, how much have you been practicing with your bow? The guy said, well, you know, I've been busy, so probably not been practicing as much as I should. He said, okay, show me. So they walk down to, he's got a little archery range set up there. So he says, all right, shoot that target right there in the bullseye. And it was at, I think, 25 or 30 yards. And there was like, I don't know the exact inches. We're just going to say it was a five inch bullseye. And so this guy takes, you know, three or four shots. None of them are in the bullseye. They're all on the target, but they're not in the bullseye. So the guy says, "All right, here, shoot that at this 15-yard target, and uh, you know, here's a uh, an an apple-sized bullseye." So he takes like four or five shots. One of them's in the bullseye. Now they're all hitting the target somewhere, but only one's in the bullseye. He points to the 35-yard target, says, "All right, how many? How many can you put in the bullseye on that one?" So he couldn't get any in the bullseye on that one. So this is like, you know, grand total of 15 minutes have gone by here. So the guide looks at the hunter and says, yeah, sorry, you're not going hunting with a, with a bow. I'm not taking you out. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you're going to die. That's what's going to happen. You will die or you will wound in a bear that will die unrecovered at some point in the future. And uh, I'm not willing to let either one of those happen. You have to be at the absolute apex of your game to go out and hunt a bear on foot we're talking about Alaskan brown bears some of the largest and most dangerous bears in the world on foot with a bow at archery ranges he said I'm not I'm not gonna do it. you have to be at the absolute tip top of your game to be able to do this and you're not there you don't have the skills you cannot hit the target area here on a field in wide open air with no breeze no cover no nothing no fear no angry bear chasing you if you can't hit these bullseyes here you will not hit them in the field under field conditions with an angry bear and you miss that kill zone and that bear just gets angry he's gonna come and kill you so the guy's like devastated he's like you know what it's fine we're just gonna go out with a rifle I know you wanted to hunt it with a bow. but We're going to go out with a rifle because, you know, that's just, that's just the only way we can do this safely and ethically. And so they got picked pick up one of his rifles. He shot it a few times to get comfortable with it. And then away they went and they got a bear and they had a great time and it was a good trip. And he came home and, and did his Alaskan brown bear hunt. But this, this delirious hunter flew out to Alaska to go and do something that is ridiculously dangerous and difficult. And, and, and he was at best mediocre to subpar with a bow. And the guide was just like, no, not going to do it. I will not take you out there and, and get you killed or lose this wounded bear. We're not going to do it. And he had to put his foot down and he had no remorse. He didn't care. He was very matter of fact. He was just like, no, this, this we're not going to do this. This is not it's not acceptable. And you know when you hear that story and you're thinking about a, you know a dangerous brown bear that that rests in your mind in one particular place, but then when you think about a deer, you're like, well, I'm not going to die. There's no danger here, yeah. But it's just as much of a risk to wound and hurt that animal that then suffers or is lost as, as it was an issue for the bear. And people don't take it seriously because there's no danger to them. But the reality is you're not going to be effective. you got to practice. And if you can't practice enough to become very effective with that tool, then you need to use a different tool. Number two reason why you should not hunt deer with a bow and that is you are a poor judge of distance, all right? You can't judge distance. Distance is the single most important thing you can judge or learn to judge or become proficient with when it comes to bow hunting, okay? Where you aim at 15 yards is very different from where you aim at 25 yards which is very different from where you aim at 35 yards not just drop but also the size of your groups you could be of average skill level and be perfectly capable of hitting a deer at 25 yards but at 30 yards you can't hit a pie plate or you know you're, you're just not you're just not able And if you don't know what distance the deer is at, you are not going to be able to take the shots that you need to take to put that deer down. You have got to be able to judge distance. With a rifle, this matters very little at any conventional range. But with a bow, distance means everything. Your ability to hit the deer in the kill zone or miss the deer entirely changes with every five or ten yard increment with a with a vertical bow all right it's absolutely crucial to be able to judge distance now there are workarounds okay if you're hunting from a tree stand you can measure out distances you could set up markers you could put little little tags on trees or little little flags on the ground or whatever signs Things that you can set up to know, okay, this is that range, this is that range, and you can sort of uh, stack the deck in your favor. You can prepare the battlefield, so to speak. So there's cheats for that a little bit. But if you can't judge distance and know the distance the deer is at, you cannot hunt with a bow. All right, so what are the alternatives? Well, the alternatives are hunt with a rifle during rifle season. A crossbow, though, is a better option if you really want to be out in archery season because crossbows are much less range uh, temperamental than a vertical bow. Now, you still have to know range to some degree. There's no way to get away from it with a crossbow. But you could have the same point of aim with a crossbow at 15, 20, 25, 30 yards and, and... same point of aim point of impact is going to be within a couple inches there's margin there all right now the difference between 25 and 40 yards you cannot have the same aiming point you've got to be able to judge distance to some extent but there's more margin with a crossbow than there is with a vertical bow especially if you're using factory ammos or factory arrows and broadheads you're not going with some extra heavy broadheads, which, of course, I've done entire episodes about should you hunt with light broadheads versus heavy broadheads. And uh, if, it's, if it's a crossbow, especially, I always steer people towards light broadheads or factory weight broadheads, whatever the bow recommends, because you'll have flatter trajectory and hitting a deer in the right spot is always more important than hitting a deer with a bigger broad head in a marginal spot. All right, so accuracy is everything, and ability to, to judge distance is paramount to accurate shooting. So when it comes to bow versus crossbow, Crossbow is a lot easier, but you still have to be able to judge distance to some degree. You just don't have to be quite as precise because there's margin. Number three reason that you should not hunt deer with a bow, you have not subscribed to this podcast. I mean, what are you doing? How do you think you're possibly going to be able to go out there with a bow and not be a subscriber? Now, you got to get this fixed right away. Hit the subscribe button, and while you're at it, you should probably go to iTunes, leave a five-star review with comment to help this show reach more people, because it's the number one way to impact the algorithm in the podcast universe. So definitely do that. I'll just wait for you to come back, and then we'll finish the real number three. I'm Will Cooper, host
0: of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.
1: Is test under hunting conditions, all right? You you've got to test under hunting conditions. If you're not testing under hunting conditions, you 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 you're you're kidding yourself, all right. And when I say testing under hunting conditions, excuse me, I should have phrased it. The reason you shouldn't hunt deer with a bow is you're not testing under hunting conditions. So you know, hunting or shooting outside on your back porch with a t-shirt on and your bow in the summertime or the early fall in the evening when there's no wind and you can see the target well in the open field. Well, you know, that's, that's one thing. Being in a tree stand wearing a parka on a cold windy day with a deer you can barely see in the bushes. That's another thing all right you have got to practice shooting under field conditions all right and field conditions have to do with wearing the gear that you're going to be hunting with all right now it also has to do with the exact hunting type condition so if you're going to hunt from a blind you need to practice in a blind. If you're going to hunt from a tree stand, you need to practice shooting from a tree stand. Now, not every day, but you've got to do that, all right? Because here's the thing. Hunting under those ideal conditions on your porch is going to develop a level of confidence that when you're in a tree and and, and you're unsure of the angles and the altitude and... You don't have the same footing you thought you might have that you were able to have at home. You're just going to be in a completely different scenario. You're going to miss. You're going to have way more misses. You got to climb up into a tree. You got to set up some targets, then climb up into a tree stand, and then you got to practice shooting those targets. Now, a lot of people, they practice standing up on their back patio wearing a t-shirt, but they'll hunt in a tree stand and they'll shoot sitting down wearing a parka now what's best to shoot standing up or sitting down well i personally am an advocate of shooting while sitting in a tree stand not standing to shoot because i think you spook a lot more deer when you stand up and you become a lot more visible and there's a lot more movement and motion you make more noise there's more risk everything I think you're better off shooting from a sitting position, but the only way you can do that effectively is if you practice, and if you never practice, you're not going to be able to do it well, so you need to get up into a tree stand with your bow wearing hunting gear, All right, wearing the exact gear you're going to hunt with under the conditions you're going to hunt. You need to sit there for a while. Think about how am I going to sit here? What am I going to do with my bow? Am I going to hold the bow? Am I going to hang the bow on a bow hanger? Am I going to rest my chin on the bow? What am I going to do? What's my plan to sit here for hours with this bow? Close your eyes. Get in the zone. Sit there for a couple minutes. And then say, okay. like This is how I'm going to sit. This is what I'm going to do. Now there's a deer. Let me practice as quietly as I can. Draw, hold, shoot, and and shoot at those targets, and ju- per, you know, practice on judging the distance to those targets. Do everything you can do to make this as realistic as possible, and don't just shoot two or three arrows. You, if you have to climb down a few times and retrieve your arrows, then do it. Take lots of arrows up with you. All right, do whatever you need to do, but get some practice. Get comfortable. Get confident. You still need to shoot on your back patio with a t-shirt, but hunt, but but you've got to do some practice in your real gear. You got to find out: can I even draw the bow wearing this coat I plan to hunt with? Can I even do it? Is is the, is the string going to get hung up on my sleeve? Do I need a, a tighter, some tighter fitting gear on my shooting arm or my my holding arm? In order for this to work right, you need to discover this now well in advance of the hunting season instead of discovering it on your first hunt. botches a shot and, and then you have problems. You got to do this. You got to practice. Again, it doesn't have to be every day, but you ought to have a couple of sessions in, after you've gotten conditioned and, and ready. You ought to have a couple sessions where you practice shooting from a tree judging distances shooting at different targets all of that it's very very important especially if you're newer to the sport number four reason why you shouldn't hunt deer with a bow and that is tracking all right you're not good at tracking you gotta be a good proficient tracker If you can't track a wounded deer, if you can't follow a blood trail, if you don't have any experience doing that, hunting with a bow is probably not a great choice for you. All right, even on a good shot, a deer can easily run 50 to 100 yards. You can blow out both lungs, it's 100% dead, but it's still going to go 100 yards. You've got to be, not every time, but it can. You've got to be able to track that deer. You've got to be able to follow that blood trail. You have to have the patience for it. You've got to be able to, to look and see. You've got to be able to use your nose. You've got to be able to use intuition. You've got to be able to track a deer. Now, how do you develop those skills? Well, that's a tough one. All right, that's a tough one because pretty much the only way to do it is practice. And the best way to do it is to practice with someone who's better at it than you. And so you want to shadow somebody. Um, That's not an option for everybody or a lot of people for that case. So what you do is you practice with more margin. So tracking deer after you shoot them with a rifle tracking deer after you shoot them with a crossbow like george crossbow leaves you know more more blood behind well yeah quite often it does you have more velocity you've got more explosive cutting power especially if you have mechanical broadheads um you're 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 gonna leave bigger wounds you're gonna have more bleeding often not always but often with a crossbow and it's gonna be a little bit easier to follow a blood trail with a crossbow or with a rifle. Now, that said, usually is not always, but I think it helps to practice uh, under the easier conditions than it does under the harder conditions. So if this is your first season, you probably ought to start with something other than a vertical bow, unless you're just dead set on it, Um, I would recommend you start with a rifle or with a crossbow, then work your way up, develop some of these skills and some of the many other skills needed, which of course, you know, I've got over a hundred episodes on deer hunting on the website, newhuntersguide.com. Just go to categories, hit deer hunting. They're all organized by topic and theme and you can go there and find lots of other information, but you got to build some of these skills just to become effective and proficient. I think better to do that with a crossbow or a rifle than to lead straight in with a vertical bow. Now, if that's all you want to do and you're hundred percent passionate and the only reason you want to hunt is if you can hunt with a vertical bow, well then you go for it. Watch YouTube videos, read about tracking, do everything you can do in order to equip yourself with every reasonable tool that you can equip yourself. But um, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Tracking is really important, especially if you have a less-than-perfect shot. All right, when blood trail disappears or seems to disappear and there's nothing I can give you here in a couple minutes in one episode That's going to fill that gap. I have done entire episodes on tracking deer. You can go and find those on the website but you got to try to build that skill set because you are most likely to have the hardest deer to track with a regular bow and and those impacts. So you gotta, you gotta consider that. Also, I should have mentioned, I'm Will Cooper and you're listening
0: to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere,
1: anytime, and on any device. When testing under hunting conditions with your hunting gear, all right? If you're not able to do that, or you're not able to hunt effectively under those conditions with the gear that you have, crossbow is a good alternative much of the time. You should still practice shooting from a tree, but the gear that you need is much less exacting with a crossbow. You don't have to pull back. You don't have to draw this bow. You don't have to have that full range of shoulder motion. You don't have to have the upper body strength. To, to fight the clothing resistance in addition to the weight of the draw you don't need to worry about the, the the shirts and the coat that you're wearing catching the string as it goes forward and botching your shot. You don't need to worry about having you know good release that works well under those conditions. Crossbow um, enables you to, to get past a number of those challenges and obstacles. You do still want to practice with the gear you intend to hunt in, but it's a much lower bar. There's less you have to do. You know, me sitting there, and, uh, well, maybe a better example is, you know, if I want to take a walk wearing, you know, some some khaki pants or whatever, I can take a walk uh, wearing all kinds of different clothing. But if I want to run a marathon, I need really really good fitting light weight thin things that are not going to chafe or cause irritation i just need the gear to be able to run that marathon that's not the same level of need for taking a walk all right and so in this context you know that specialized gear that you need to give you perfect range of motion with little resistance for running the marathon is kind of the same idea with shooting a vertical bow you need gear that's gonna let you draw that bow perfectly without hindrance, release it without hindrance, and and do nothing to impact your potential to take the shot. And if you don't have the gear to do that, then you can do a less strenuous activity, in this case, shooting crossbow, which is very similar to shooting a rifle. If you can lift it and have a manageable trigger finger, you're going to be able to to do pretty well with that. All right, so back to tracking. Covered it. On to number five. Number five reason you should not be hunting with a bow is you're not willing to pass on poor shots. All right, you've got to be able to see a deer, recognize this is a bad shot, and not take the shot. That is huge, huge. You've gotta be able to do that. If you can't do that, you are not gonna be an effective hunter. You're gonna you're gonna wound a lot of deer. You're gonna lose a lot of deer. You're gonna spend days tracking deer you never recover. And you're just you're gonna have a much more miserable experience in the woods. You've got to be able to see a deer and say, that's a bad angle. That's a bad shot. That's too far. There's too much brush in the way. Not going to shoot. Got to discipline yourself. You know, shooting with a 308 or a odd 6 at 70 yards with a less than ideal shot oftentimes just has enough excessive brute force to still get the job done and kill the deer. All right, you know, if that deer is... Quartering towards you, and and you hit it right through the shoulder. That rifle's going to just blow out that shoulder. It's going to go right into the vitals and still probably come out the other side. Whereas with a bow, the majority chance is that that bow that arrow hits the shoulder and then either stops or deflects or loses too much energy to to create a killing blow into the vitals. You might say, well, I could take the quartering towards shot if I get it just a little bit to the right of the shoulder and go right through the heart. Yeah, your window for that is like, you know, just like an inch or two before you then miss the heart on the other side and then hit the other shoulder coming out. And, you know, it's um, it's a very difficult shot. And to take that shot with a bow um, only under the rarest circumstances and conditions is that going to be a responsible shot? You know, if it's, if it's 11 yards away and you're on an even playing field in a blind, you know, you've got maybe, maybe you have the skill to be able to hit that micro target. But most of the time from a tree at 30 yards, that's an irresponsible shot to take. But with a rifle, yeah, no problem. You've got so much extra brute force that it's still going to get the job done. But you've got to be able to pass on shots. know there's a lot of people they only see the back half of a deer well they shoot it anyway no not with a bow you don't you will chase that deer forever and if it does die you will probably never know when and where and you will cause untold suffering to that animal with a deer it's or with a rifle it's still not a good shot but there's a much better chance it'll work There's a much better chance you'll kill the deer and recover the deer after, well, you're still probably going to have to track it some. Well, I hope this is helpful for you guys. Of course, the big idea here is that if you're going to hunt with archery equipment, if you're going to go out with a bow, you got to know what it's going to take. You got to count the cost. You got to be focused on how to do it responsibly, ethically, consistently, and effectively. Alright, so that's the, that's the whole idea with all of this stuff, and if you're not able, or you're not willing, or it's just too much for right now, then you gotta use alternative methods and options. And those methods and options are if you want to go out during, um, going out with, for archery season, use a crossbow. If you want to go out uh, and need more margin than that, use a rifle during rifle season. Now, you might say, well, George, how does a crossbow help you, uh, you know, know when to pass on poor shots? Well, it doesn't. There's, there's not really anything there. You've got to just be able to make that decision whether you're hunting with a bow, crossbow, or a rifle. That's just it. something you've got to be willing to commit to not taking bad shots period or you're going to have more trouble than than you thought you're going to have more issues you're going to have more pain you're going to have more concern um you just need to build that 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 muscle in you that just stops you and says nope that's a bad shot don't take that shot Nope, that's going to blow things up. That deer might come back. They might come around. Another deer might come. If I take this bad shot, I'm going to be out of here chasing a deer for the next two days. And that means there's other shots I'm not going to be able to take that might be good shots. So you got to develop that discipline. Well, guys, you can head to the website and find all the other episodes on deer hunting. But thank you so much for listening. Till next time, God bless you, and go get them in the woods.
0: Wave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.